Hello and welcome to Soul Science with Namaste Carly, where we break down the science of alternative medicine and holistic healing. In light of recent events and the self-imposed quarantine I find myself under, I figured this would be the perfect time to discuss the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, and holistic remedies for boosting your immune system for fighting off bacteria and viruses. So you might be wondering why I am qualified to be discussing this, and although I am by no means an expert on the subject, I have much more education on the subjects of bacteria, viruses, epidemiology, immunology, and bacterial pathogenesis than most people. As well as experience working with both bacteria and viruses in a laboratory setting. I actually have publications on novel viruses that I isolated, as well as a novel thermophilic bacteria that I helped to characterize and even got to name. So this in combination with my studies and training in holistic healing provides me with a unique perspective on the current pandemic and ways we can address it. I think it is important to recognize, as with all of my other episodes, that both sides to medicine, meaning the Western approach and the Eastern approach, are good and valid and hold benefits. I'm not here to tell you vaccines are bad or that essential oils can protect you from coronavirus. I'm just here to provide you with some information, mostly science-based, so that you can make your own informed decisions on the matter. It is also my opinion that people spend too much time and energy trying to disprove or prove one side over the other instead of recognizing that both are beneficial in their own rights, for the most part. With that said, let's just jump right into it. What is coronavirus and COVID-19? A lot of people are confused on this matter alone, but essentially COVID-19 is the respiratory illness that is caused by a novel or newly discovered coronavirus. So it is not a cold, it is not the flu, but the symptoms can present similarly. The common cold is typically caused by rhinoviruses and the flu is caused by the influenza virus. COVID-19 symptoms can present anywhere from 2 to 14 days after exposure to the virus. Common symptoms include fever, cough, and shortness of breath, according to the Center for Disease Control, or C the CDC. According to the World Health Organization, or WHO, in more severe cases, infection can cause pneumonia, severe acute respiratory syndrome, kidney failure, and even death. As most of us know, the majority of cases have a very high chance of recovery, and most people typically only experience mild symptoms such as fatigue and a sore throat. However, the at-risk populations are the elderly and immune compromised, or people who have underlying conditions or weakened immune systems. If the majority of the population will recover and are not at risk, why the need to shut down everything and undergo quarantine? According to the most recent publication on viability of this new coronavirus, it can survive for about three hours in the air and up to three days on certain surfaces such as plastic and stainless steel. 
You may have seen the infographics of such information circulating, and although that information is technically correct, the paper itself actually states that the viruses experienced exponential decay in viable virus titer across all experimental conditions. What that means is that although the virus can survive in things like the air or on surfaces, the number of viruses that can actually cause the disease and infect you drops dramatically over time. So although the virus may be present, if it is not viable, that means it cannot transmit and cause an illness. There's also been evidence to suggest that those who are infected with the virus who are pre-symptomatic or asymptomatic are still capable of spreading the illness. Meaning, if you're not so showing any signs or symptoms of being sick, you can still be infecting other people with this new virus. It should also be noted that this publication is in preprint, meaning that it has not yet undergone peer review, so the findings are not considered 100% until another lab is basically able to look over the methods and results and theoretically produce the same findings. So all of these things contribute to the community spread of the virus, which is why common hygiene practices should be followed. Washing your hands thoroughly, meaning in warm water for at least 20 seconds, Personally, I've been singing Mr. Brightside in my head while I wash my hands. Also, cover your sneezes and coughs, don't touch your face, and keep your areas clean. But most importantly, stay home right now, okay? A lot of people feel that if they are not showing symptoms, that they can't spread the illness to others. But the reality is you could be spreading it without showing any signs of illness, which is why social distancing and quarantine measures are currently in place. The reality is we just don't know for sure how this virus operates because it is a new strain. When a new virus enters the human population, it is usually particularly deadly at first because humans are not the reservoir organism, meaning this virus typically doesn't live in humans or it didn't used to, but it has mutated and now it can at least survive for a little bit in humans. And this is, um, it's particularly dangerous for humans because we have no innate immunity or natural immunity against a new virus, meaning we haven't like inherited any immunity from our, our uh, parents or past generations. And um, that is why the virus is usually more deadly. Whereas new strains of flu and cold viruses, we kind of have some innate immunity or previous exposure to them, so they're not nearly as deadly as some new virus would be. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> A lot of the information that I have shared is readily available to you via the CDC and WHO websites, which are also updated with the latest information. So if you want the facts, I would go there first, not memes and things that people are sharing um, via social media. A lot of them have been okay, but it's always good to check your sources. 
However, I would like to now talk about ways that you can boost your immune system and some natural antivirals you can incorporate <coughs> excuse me, into your daily routine to help you fight off illness and or recover more rapidly in the event that you do become sick, whether with coronavirus, um, influenza, flu, or just a common cold. Your body is a marvelous machine that has its own natural defenses in place by way of the immune system. We have physical barriers such as the skin to keep invaders out, as well as chemical barriers like our stomach acid and mucous membranes to help trap and kill pathogens or disease-causing agents. The best medicine for coronavirus and really all forms of disease lies in prevention. Eating a healthy and nutritious diet of mostly fresh fruits and vegetables will ensure that your body has everything it needs to function at the best of its ability. Also, fruits and veggies help to eliminate inflammation in the body and are packed full of antioxidants that help to combat oxidative stress within the body. Fatty and fried foods actually have the opposite effect, promoting inflammation as well as causing more oxidative damage within the body. Of course, drinking enough water is also pivotal for ensuring the optimal function of the body. As the body is mostly comprised of water, it makes sense that drinking water would help it to function better. It helps to eliminate toxins and keep things lubricated. On any given day, you should be drinking at least half your weight in ounces or follow the eight by eight rule. Eight glasses of eight ounces of water eight times a day. As always, moving your body helps to keep you healthy and happy. If you can, I encourage you to spend some time out in the fresh air. There are lots of activities you can do outside while still social distancing yourself from others. Now I would like to go over some specific foods that help to boost your immune system and natural antivirals. Green tea has been believed to be a powerful natural remedy against a variety of illnesses for thousands of years. Although I am unsure of its effectiveness against coronavirus, it has clinically been shown to be effective against HPV or human papillomavirus and influenza. Also, the process by which it helps to combat viral infections is by boosting the body's natural antiviral immune response. So it would make sense that it would also help against coronavirus potentially as well. Green tea also has a number of other health benefits, but we won't go into them today. It is easy to start incorporating more green tea into your daily routine, and it is still readily available at the grocery stores, unlike toilet paper and hand sanitizers. On that note, I would also like to say that the rampant use of antibacterials actually contributes to bacteria developing resistance against them. So given the option, just wash your hands thoroughly with warm water and soap. Another power-packed natural remedy known for centuries is garlic. A study has shown that garlic 
um, a garlic supplement reduced the occurrence of common colds as well as the duration of illness in participants. They have proven that garlic has immunomodulating effects such as increasing macrophage activity, natural killer T cells, and production of T and B cells, all of which help to purge the body of infected cells. Garlic also helps to suppress inflammation. So although the effects have not been tested against coronavirus specifically, it can certainly help to consume more garlic to boost your body's natural defenses. Raw garlic was also shown to be the most effective, but no one wants to eat raw cloves of garlic. Believe me, I've tried. It's actually kind of painful. So I personally found that adding like fresh pressed garlic to toast, buttered or otherwise, helps to really mild out the kick, but va vampires beware. <laughs> the only side effect being that you might smell of garlic for a little while. But I mean, I love garlic, so I don't mind. And I'm also single. <laughs> Anyways, other common kitchen herbs such as oregano, sage, and basil have been shown to have powerful antiviral properties. Some other herbs such as peppermint, lemon balm, and rosemary have also been shown to possess natural antiviral compounds. However, most research done with these herbs was conducted either in a test tube or on animals for a wide variety of different viruses, but not including the novel coronavirus. Typically, the majority can be added into your food or enjoyed as a tea to give your immune system a boost. Extracts such as essential oils are also readily available. In general, the benefit of consuming the raw plant is best done daily it accumulates over time be careful with ingesting essential oils as not all of them can be eaten safely but you can certainly enjoy essential oils through a diffuser as an aromatherapy or even apply them topically or use them diluted in a bath so although this is a weird and somewhat frightening situation the majority of the world finds itself in I encourage you to slow down and just take care of yourself and others. Although you may not personally be at risk, you staying home could potentially be the difference between life and death for an elderly neighbor or immune compromised friend. It also helps to lighten the load on the already overworked medical staff and health professionals. If anything, the new coronavirus has shown that disease affects us all, regardless of nationality, race, gender, etc. It has highlighted a lot of the shortcomings of our political, economic, and medical systems here in the U.S. and worldwide. It has also shown us that we are much more connected than we like to believe. I would like to personally thank all of the health professionals who are required to work right now, um, often working ridiculous hours to help those in need and to stop the spread of this illness. As an aside, I think this quarantine, quarantine is just what the world needs right now. A time to slow down and take inventory of what really matters and how we can work to preserve what is truly important. This is all only temporary, and I am hopeful that we will emerge from this better than before.
So take the time to enjoy the downtime. Read that book, play your instruments, and connect with your friends via our wonderful world of technology in new ways. I understand that people are stressing about the financial situation because I too am not immune to it, but not much can be done about that right now. So just take the time to sit and listen to what your soul or being needs more of and just do that, but do that at home. As always, if you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe. If you feel compelled to leave a review, it would be much appreciated. You can find this podcast on eight different platforms, including iTunes and Spotify. You can find me on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram as Namaste Carly. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe and have a marvelous day. Namaste. Namaste.